Hello, beautiful people. Happy October 14th. Bobby the Awesome here. Before I get into the reading, I just want to share with you two thoughts that I have about the last, I don't know, 12 hours. <laughs> the first is, I know I talk a lot about being kind to other people and, you know, making an extra effort. And it occurred to me, there's one simple way that we can kind of spread love and help people feel well without a whole lot of effort. And it's free other than maybe a few minutes. And what that is, is when we have really good service, we should let people know. And the couple examples I have are, we were at a store the other day and we had a cashier that not only did good service, but she also paid for the groceries for the guy in front of us. And, you know, we thanked her and told her how great she was and everything. But this is where it takes that little extra step. We left the parking lot and we called the store and told the store manager about our experience and what we saw her do. And now he'll go back and he'll, you know, acknowledge what she did. And I think he'll buy her free lunch or something. And it was just really important, not that we do kind things to get recognized, but when we deal with kind people, it's so easy, right, to pick up the phone and bitch when something goes wrong. And I went through this with the cherry juice the other day. I don't know if I told you, but (laughs) I went to rearrange my car and there was moldy cherry juice everywhere. And I could have called them and, and freaked out and made a big deal about it. And which I didn't. I called them though to let them know so that it wouldn't happen to other people because it was pretty messy. And then this morning, what made me even think to tell you this was I had had a phone call with like one of those business places. And you know how you get like when you talk to a bank or something, you get the survey or even a phone company. They want to know how they're doing. And that was another opportunity to compliment the lady who serviced me. So I just want to throw that out there. You know, we can do good things or we can make people feel a little better and and know how important they are or how valuable what they're bringing to the table in life and and for us is. So that was my first little nugget this morning is let's try to do a good job of acknowledging people. Just acknowledge when they do something awesome, something above and beyond the norm. And I think not only will it let them know, but it'll remind them that they should let the next person know. It's kind of like pay it forward, telling each other we're, you know, we're good people or we did good things. And it helps us protect our positivity too, because we're putting it out there in the world. The next thing that I wanted to share with you is last night, I was chatting with someone that I met in a class and we kind of sat there and caught up. Like it wasn't about our work stuff or our class stuff. We actually just sat there. I called it a pajama party this morning because that's kind of what it felt like. So I've never met this person in person. We sat there and we chatted, gosh, maybe an hour or two. I don't know. But we got to know each other a little bit more than just superficially. And that's another thing I would encourage everyone to try is, you know, take a few moments, jump on a Zoom call with someone maybe you haven't visited with in a long time. Don't feel restricted by the wacky world we're living in now, but get on and have a conversation like, Conversations are awesome. 
learn something, listen. October had mental health awareness. September, I'm pretty sure, had suicide awareness. And if we think about these things, we know that people are depressed and struggling. Maybe we don't know when and who and and why at that exact moment, but I've heard so many stories where, you know, maybe someone buys a homeless person a meal and then the note is left saying, you know, hey, I, I really was going to give up today, but you saw me. So let's try to see people. Let's try to see all of them. Let's try to let them have a place to listen. Let's share ourselves with other people. That's kind of what we're here for, right? It's not just about keeping our head down and minding our business and doing our thing. It's about connection. And all the recovery platforms will talk about connection and the value of it, whether it's 12-step or, you know, in our group, Recovery Dharma has that, you know, flavor of being nice to all of mankind. So there's connection element there, but it's important. And if we feel connected, those days that you might be feeling hopeless or depressed or unseen, maybe those connections will remind you. Maybe you'll get the impromptu call on the day you need it. Again, everything we put out there will spread, you know? So let's make sure we're spreading the right things. Okay. Wow. I don't know if I could say this word this morning. Arabic. There we go. I was looking at it and like wanted to sound it down in my head. An Arabic proverb says, write the wrongs that are done to you in sand, but write the good things that happen to you on a piece of marble. Love that. How often do we have a wonderful vacation, receive praise at work or school or home, or meet a very special person only to forget those things when something goes wrong? When we are happy about something, like the food at a new restaurant, we will often tell a few people about it. It's when we are not happy, we tell everyone around us. Okay, guys, I have to say I did not read this before giving you my thoughts about last night and this morning. I love when it connects like this. This is a way we hang on to the bad and let go of the good things that happen. It could be the other way around. Memories are like savings accounts. When we dwell only on negative attitudes, we can build a negative balance that can sour our outlook on life. If we spill a glass of lemonade at a picnic, we can blow up over it or simply clean up the spill and go on enjoying the picnic. We don't have to ignore the negatives and problems in our lives. We need to pay attention to them so we can learn and make appropriate changes. But when we nurture and treasure the positive memories, we build a strong foundation of gratitude and serenity for ourselves. Today, help me be aware of the good things that happen in my life. Help me to be aware of my happiness, however small it may seem, and share it with those around me. Now, I kind of chuckled when it said, you know, when you have a good experience, you tell maybe a couple people, but when there's a bad experience, the whole world knows about it. Yeah, we keep putting out that bad juju. I just, I just realized that in the last day or so regarding some of my mentors in these classes, I don't necessarily agree with everything. And I was hanging on to that instead of looking at all the positive and the good that they do. I was looking for their flaws which in turn was essentially like a weakness of mine. Why am I looking for the bad in people? That's exactly the opposite of what I tell you guys to do. I want to be the best me and I want you to be the best you. And now I have this on the radar, so I will work on it and continue to send out like love and good vibes instead of the 
the shitty emotions I was feeling when it came to a few people. When we forget about the good stuff, like, isn't that why we, when we go on vacation, we get like photos and why they have souvenirs and all that stuff so that when we look at it, we can feel like we were back at that place or we can generate those memories of good things. When we hang on to those good memories and those good feelings associated with those good experiences, we're keeping, we're keeping our bucket full of the positive instead of, you know, what goes wrong. And I really have to laugh at this, you know, if we spill a glass of lemonade, we could blow up or simply clean up the spill and go on enjoying the picnic. Have you guys ever been there? I know I have, whether it's spilling lemonade or any little thing that may set us off to where we're just like, really? Like if we were really in a calm frame of mind and not having our complete attitude showing, and by that I mean reacting in a way that's like if we were gambling, you know, I know for me, when I was gambling, I was like a bitch. I did not want to deal with things that would impact or stifle my gambling. Or if I lost, I would be miserable. And all those little things like a spilling lemonade might set me over the top and I'd be blown up. In the moment, I couldn't see all of that, right? It's all reflective at this point, but we do have a choice. And not only is it about us blowing up over the small stuff, right? Like don't sweat the small stuff. One of my coaches put on, shared the message this week about, I think he called it five and five. So like if it won't matter in five years from now, don't sweat it for more than five minutes kind of thing. So if you spill that lemonade and you hang on to it, think about it. I know that we've probably all been there with something silly that we just hang on to. But really, we're not even going to remember it mattered in five years. So why do we do that? Why do we want to hang on to that negative crap? I almost wonder sometimes if we're not addicted to the negative because that's all we've come to know or how we learn to thrive almost, you know, in the negative thinking and the negative emotions, hanging on to the bad stuff. It's no different than, you know, resentment and and all of those things. Why do we hang on to that? Is it because we're more comfortable And if we are, and that's why, like we need to lose that attitude because it's not serving us. There's really no point. Everyone talks about stress and how stress impacts, you know, our physical health, our mental health. Why would we add stress if we know it makes us sick? Why wouldn't we just be like, shit, clean up the lemonade. Let's hope we don't get too many ants, you know? It's really so simple, but so complicated, it seems to execute at times. We don't have to ignore the negatives and problems, it says. We need to pay attention to them so we can learn and make appropriate changes. But when we nurture and treasure the positive memories, we build a strong foundation of gratitude and serenity for ourselves. So the first part of this, the paying attention and learn and change, this was another part of the conversation I had last night with my you know, relatively new friend, When we were in a class together and I was talking about my gambling story, I got feedback that essentially when I was talking about, you know, losing my husband, losing the money, losing the things, that I kind of did it with too much of a smile on my face almost. And what they were saying was, you know, to get people to really relate to feeling the pain, I needed to show up that way. But the conversation we were having last night is like, well, I'm over all that stuff and I believe 
wholeheartedly that it all had value and I'm grateful that for everything that's happened. So when I talk about the air quotes, bad stuff or the difficult times, I'm grateful for them. And that's what people see when I speak. And I don't know if that's a a weakness or not. I don't know if it makes it so people don't relate. I, I still get nervous about that when I'm talking to you guys someday. That's why I try to tell you all my learning moments and my tough moments and when I'm not on my game, because I want you to know, like, my life is not picture perfect. However, my life is the best I'm capable of making it. And I'm grateful for that. I don't have all my goals accomplished. I haven't been everywhere I want to go. There's still broken parts and broken relationships. But all I could do is, you know, live in today, be grateful for all the positive things. And as I grow and learn and evolve, hopefully my goals will be met. My relationships will be all repaired, you know, those kinds of things. I just can't hang out there in that space of, I can think of two relationships right now that are struggling in my life. One, I'm just, I can't, I don't know how to communicate. And the other one, I feel like is one-sided and it's based more on manipulation and addiction and and craziness, right? I can hang out and, and dwell on those or I could be grateful for the hundreds of other amazing connections and relationships I have. It's all perspective. We're gonna all have it, right? And one of the biggest reasons why, and I didn't know this, I guess, Yeah, I guess I'm going to talk through this one out loud too, but I never, I don't like that feeling of angst, of unsettled business, of people not getting along. I just don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. And I think that that's part of why I'm so friendly with all of my exes and why it was so important to me that even I get situated this year about finding whatever that balance looks like with my ex from last year. Like, I don't want to have bad feelings about him. It doesn't work for me. I don't want to make anybody else feel bad. So that's why I went silent, you know, for such a great period of time. If I didn't think I could say something nice, I wasn't saying anything at all. And again, it takes practice and it was hard. But the beautiful thing was I had relationships and friendships and people that I could bounce that off. Like, I'm having a really bad day here. I want to call him. Or why does this still get me so emotional? Or, you know, like I had to process all that. And getting to the other side without doing any harm, you know, to him or to me made it so that now we can communicate and actually communicate better than ever before because now I have no skin in the game as far as, I don't have to worry about giving him really raw feedback about either how he's he's handling his life or how he treats me or whatever. I don't have to worry about that because what's the consequence? The consequence would be for us to, you know, worst case scenario would be to be in a bad place, but we've gotten over that hurdle. So I don't think there'll ever be a need for us to be in a bad place again. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know how he feels about it, but I know that he's pretty lucky I let him back in my life and it aligns with my values. I don't, it's not about his at this point, but it's what feels good to me. He's someone that I cared about and I'll continue to care about him and and want good things for him. So when I tell him things, like I actually was, I guess maybe a little obnoxious, not intentionally, but 
I gave him some advice about his company the other day. Not that he asked. I just jumped on and sent him a message like, hey, I think you could do a better job of this. And this is how I see it. You know, he, I think, accepted the feedback. He didn't give me any slack back about it. But it's, I didn't do that to criticize him. What I was doing was I was trying to help him. And I can feel good about that. And I, I know we all have our own little relationships and one-offs. I would imagine that you can relate to this with with someone. I don't know if it's your, you know, significant other, an ex, a child, a a parent, or just a friend, you know, maybe someone you grew up with, or maybe someone you partied or gambled with, whatever that is, we all have that opportunity to make them the best they can be. Now I'm not saying, I just want to be clear that we lose ourselves in trying to do things for other people or that we compromise our values and boundaries when trying to be kind and carry our weight in that relationship or whatever. The solution may be just not hanging out with someone if they drain your bucket, quite honestly, or if they impact or make it so that you run the risk of it impacting your positivity. I'm not saying that you go to the extreme where you do harm to yourself. But I I think there's a balance and I think there's a lot of learning in that as we try to sort it out and figure out what that looks like for each of us with each of those different dynamics. Today helped me be aware of the good things that happen in my life. Help me be aware of my happiness, however small it may seem, and share it with those around me. So that's really the message today, guys. Like, let's share the good. Let's just share the good. It does not take too long to pay someone a compliment. It's literally, and I didn't even realize this until I'm telling you now because I just got done doing it. I think every single day I go on and I cheerlead for different people on social media. There was a girl that I took a class with in the fall that is in a group with me now. And I went in and just said, hi, like it's nice to see your face again and just supporting one another. It's crazy. And again, I don't do it so that I feel supported or that people acknowledge that I'm acknowledging them. But I will tell you that it does come back. It's crazy. It may not come back from the same person, but there are people, if you lift people up, people are going to lift you up. And even if you have to be selfish and do it for that reason for a while, just to get in the habit of it, go for it. As long as you're making other people feel good, I will advocate for it. I think that if you're listening and you're paying attention to the messaging I share with you, that wouldn't be the case anyway. I think you would want to help other people and lift people up just because you're a good person and you want that. I think that our gambling gets in the way and we lose sight of it. And if that's happened, well, let's start today. You know, it's gambling's a very selfish adventure and it can be challenging to transition into making our lives a little bit more less self-focused, less king baby like we talked about yesterday. I know it it may sound a little confusing that I talk about both, you know, helping people, but also protecting yourself and taking care of yourself first and all of those things. I hope that you're hearing what I'm saying this morning. And I'm just saying, spread some love, spread some kindness, give people good feedback, let them know that you're rooting for them and see how it makes you feel inside. I know it's going to make you feel wonderful. So that's what I got for today, guys. We're just about halfway through October. I'm getting ready to leave and get back driving. I got some more chores to do. And 
I'll be in Kansas City for the weekend trying to do a bunch more running around in a very short period of time. I am going to be speaking Sunday morning at an event. As I sit here talking, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say we'll try to get try to get the information about that on my social or maybe here in the show notes. My social is probably better since it's just a, a one-time event and with the time zones, I need to clarify. So yeah, I'll see if I can get that out there, but I'll be doing a speaking engagement and telling my story. You guys kind of get all the details of my story live and in time, but you know, it'll be a, a shorter version kind of go through the path. I'm really, I don't have a formalized speech or anything. Thanks to you, you help me practice talking <laughs> every day. So I will, more to come on that. And when I have more details, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like if it's, I think it's in a private Facebook group. So yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that we get some social out on that and share it with you. All right, beautiful people. I hope you have a great day and we'll talk soon. Yeah.